that's right, I told you, but you just don't heard me. 2020 Modern Bachelor. <laughs> What's up, Modern Bachelor fans? It's your boy, Big Brook, back with another episode of the Modern Bachelor podcast. Today's topic, we will talk about self-sufficient men, what it's like being uh, self-sufficient in today's generation, the effect it has on dating, the effect it has on lifestyle, the, uh, the effect it has on how people view you. When I say self-sufficient, I'm talking about men who know how to cook, clean, pay bills, deal with all their personal issues, take care of their households, basically do everything that they need to do to survive, things that they were taught by their parents at a young age so that they don't need to rely on anybody. You know, one of the things a lot of these young women use to uh, hold above a man's head is the fact that they can do things that for him that he can't do for himself. You know, that old saying, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So a lot of women love to say, well, I can cook for you. I can clean your house. So you got to stick around. Us modern men today, us new single bachelors, us self-sufficient men, we don't have to rely on that. We know how to cook for ourselves. We know how to survive on our own. We know how to fend for ourselves out here. And a lot of us were raised by single mothers. Uh, you know, the dads didn't want to stick around back then. You know, deadbeats wanted to be Rolling Stones, all that. And they put a lot of moms in, the, in a position where they were single moms. And they had sons. And they taught these sons how to survive, how to be self-sufficient. They taught them all the things, how to iron, how to sew, how to bake, how to do laundry, how to mix, not to mix whites and colors, all that good stuff. They, they taught them these things. And the reason they taught them these things is so that they would not have to depend on anyone when they got out on their own. They, they wouldn't have to depend on someone. They wouldn't have somebody coming into their life holding that above their head saying you know you can't survive without me you know if you didn't have me you wouldn't be able to do this you wouldn't be able to do that and I know that sounds harsh but a lot of young women use that to their advantage and that's one of the reasons a lot of them date these lames because these lames are not able to fend for themselves it gives them a form of validation it gives them the ability to feel like they're in control of the situation constantly at all times. You know, they, they say things like, well, if you leave me, who's going to pay your bills? You know, if you walk out on me, who's going to cook for you? Who's going to wash your drawers? Things like that nature. And when you have a self-sufficient man, he doesn't fall victim to that type of uh, control. He's able to like I said, handle his own business. So that makes us what they like to call intimidating. Uh, a lot of young women say that men who are self-sufficient are intimidating. And the reason we are considered intimidating is because we can't be controlled. They can't hold anything above our heads. We go into relationships being not only the breadwinner, but also the foundation of the relationship. And that's why a lot of us have high standards and we expect 
the woman we're with to bring something to the table that's on the equal playing field is what we have. If we're able to do everything our own, we're able to book our own appointments. Like I say, we're able to bake, we're able to mow the yard, we're able to fix things around the house. There's got to be an equal amount of energy being brought to the table. You can't just come to the table on the simple fact that you can cook because we can cook. So that that's not going to sell us. You know, that, we're not going to be sold on that just because you can cook or you know how to use a broom that that doesn't it's not going to hold. You have to bring some kind of energy to the table that's going to support us and help build our empire. You know, most of the time we're looking for somebody that can financially grow with us, someone that can spiritually and emotionally grow with us. We, we're not worried about somebody to take care of our household because we know how to take care of it. But in the same instance, we're also not looking for somebody to be lazy and for us to take care of. You know, we're not looking for someone that just lays on the couch while we cook and clean and, you know, she just lies there. Some men do it. Uh, some some simps do it. They sign up for that. You know, they they work all day, then they come home and clean and cook take care of the kids, mow the yard, pay the bills, do everything around the house. And the girlfriend or wife just sits there and does nothing. But that that's not what we're looking for. We're, 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 we're not looking to be taken care of. And we're also not looking to take care of anybody. And when I say uh, re- the way we look for relationships and people need validation, we also know how to, I don't want to say delegate, but we also know how to, to share the load. Let me put it that way. Uh, just because we're able to cook our own meals doesn't mean we're going to get upset with you if you try to cook for us. Or or it, it doesn't mean we're going to get upset with a woman if she cleans the house or she takes the initiative and does something like that. Like we we learn to share the load, you know, based on work schedules and, you know, days of the week and everybody's strengths, you know, just because I can cook doesn't mean I cook tacos that will. Maybe I'm not good at making tacos. Maybe I'm not good at seasoning the, the meat properly. Or maybe I'm better at grilling than the woman I'm I'm with is. You know, usually the men are, uh, take care of the grilling. They take care of the barbecuing. Women handle more of the, the in-house cooking, the side dishes, the, the elaborate meals, the baking, things like that. Not saying men don't know how to do it, but... Usually in relationships, you kind of you kind of share that load. And then there's also things like, hey, you had a rough night at work. I'll, I'll, I'll cook tonight or I'll do laundry tonight. You had a rough day. You're not feeling good. We, we both should be able to have skill sets to where we could step up to the table. But like I said, that's intimidating to a lot of these young women because they're not used to that. That, like I said, gives them in their mind a lack of control to be with a man that can step up to the plate and cook his own food, uh, take care of the kids, change diapers, book doctor's appointments, go grocery shopping on his own and actually get the right things like that intimidates a lot of these young girls because then they feel like, well, what am I here for? You know, I can't fuss at you because you bought the wrong groceries or I can't, I can't fuss at you because you, you didn't cook the food properly. Like they, they feel that need and and again that's why we compromise in relationships and we step back and we don't constantly take control of the situation we don't constantly 
be self-sufficient, even though we are self-sufficient, we allow ourselves to be helped and supported. And, and that's the key to a, a good relationship when you're, when you're dealing with a self-sufficient man. And, and I'm telling you, fellas, if you are a self-sufficient man, as I know most of you are, in order to make your relationships work, you do have to back off a little bit and allow your partner to help around the house to do things, even though you can do it on your own. It's not going to hurt you to, to say, OK, babe, yeah, you can go ahead. Hey, babe, you want to book that appointment for me? Or, hey, babe, can you uh, can you take care of this for me? Can you iron my pants for me? Something like that. She might argue with you. You know, she's like, oh, my God, you don't you can't do your own. You know, you can't iron your own pants. But she's still going to do it. <laughs> she's still going to do it. And it, it's it gives her that validation that you actually value her. And, and you care about her abilities to help you and support you in a relationship. But I, I go back to, I say that the way we were raised by our parents to be self-sufficient, uh, two-parent households generate the best self-sufficient men. I'm not saying that, that single households don't do it either, but when you have the best of both worlds, when you have your mom teaching you uh, all the things about the house, all the chores, you know, how to cook, how to clean, how to take care of kids, you know, nurture kids and take care of the administrative things of the house, paying bills, paying taxes. And you have your dad teaching you how to be a breadwinner, how to fix things around the house, how to change flats, how to fix plumbing, change light bulbs, do minor electrical work, things like that. You you turn out to be a total package. And in today's society, again, it makes you extremely hard to date because you do not have to rely on anyone you do it yourself and that that puts a lot of fear in people when when they see someone that strong willed and that strong mind because they feel like they can never meet your standards or they feel like they can never win your affection i guess you want to say you know they feel like that oh my god you know how to do everything you 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 do everything on your own so what what am i here for and with these lames nowadays that sit on the couch and they don't work and they don't clean, they don't cook. It's, it's funny because you, you, you talk to these, these young women that date these guys and they give them praise for the smallest feats. You know, you, you sink back and you think to yourself, like you've woke up in the morning, you've washed your car, you've taken out the trash, you've mowed the yard, you've mopped the kitchen You've washed the dishes, you've fixed a leak in your in your uh, in your roof or something like that. And you just done a whole bunch of manly stuff around the house. You know, you need a band-aid, you don't cut your finger, you know, you know, you done mended a fence, you done fixed your lawnmower, you just done did a whole lot of manly stuff and you would talk to these young ladies and, and they're bragging because their boyfriend cooked breakfast. Like that, that's their feat for the day. He made them bacon and eggs. Like, oh my God, I have the best boyfriend in the world. He woke up at 11 o'clock and cooked me bacon and eggs. That is my favorite. And, <laughs> and you, you, you've talked to these, these young women on a day-to-day -day basis and you know, things like dude don't work. Dude doesn't have a car. He just sits around the house all day. And the biggest feat she can tell you is that he cooked her breakfast. That that's all he did all day long. He turned off the, the PlayStation long enough 
to cook bacon and eggs. But again, like I said, that's that's what they look for. They want to come home from work and see their boyfriend laying on the couch in his drawers, ain't done nothing all day but play PlayStation or play Xbox and yelled at some people online and drank beer and ate all the food Uber Eats all day long on her credit card. That's what they're looking for. Because then they could come in the house and fuss like, oh, my God, you ain't did nothing all day. I got to do everything around this house. Oh, my God, you you just lazy. You won't do anything. You know I can leave you at any moment. Then what you going to do? If I leave you, what you going to do? Because, you know, you go back to your mom's house because, you know, matter of fact, I'm going to call your mom and tell her that you just lazy and you don't want to do nothing. They They feed off of that type of energy. They feed off of that. But when you deal with a man that's self-sufficient, yeah, you might come home after work and he's sitting on the couch playing Xbox, but everything's done. You know, if y'all have kids, their homework's already been done, they're fed. You know, he's got dinner in the oven or he's, you know, even if it's not his night to cook, he's got everything laid out for you. So you don't have to worry about the meats already thawed out. He's already been to the store. He's got the pans and everything out for you, you know, because you're making your specialty, you know, you're making your special chicken spaghetti tonight. So he's got everything laid out. But what are you going to fuss about? Oh, my God, you're playing Xbox after you did everything I asked you to do. I'm I'm going to leave you. <laughs> it doesn't see it doesn't it doesn't ring the same way. It doesn't give you that same entitlement, it doesn't give you that same empowerment because. There's nothing behind it. There's nothing behind it. When you go out with your when 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 they go out with their girlfriends. You know, you hear them all the time bitching and moaning about the dudes they're with. Oh, he's lazy. He doesn't work. I can't get him to do anything. Oh, the sink's been leaking for a week. I can't get him to fix it. You know. That they they live off of that type of stuff. But when when they're with it, you don't you you never really hear about a that the woman at the table saying, you know, the only thing she could complain about is that you do too much. Like, "Oh my god, every day after work, he runs my bath water and the kids are already, you know, out of their school clothes. Their homework is done. When I get home from work and he's got dinner ready and, you know, I just, you know, I just, I just can't understand, you know, why, how, how he's able to do all that. And it just, I just want him to slow down, you know, take a break. You know, that that's all, you know, you don't, you don't hear about a woman complaining about that type of stuff. You don't hear, hear a woman at the dinner table sipping wine with their girlfriends complaining about that. They complain about all the stuff that men don't do in the relationships. They complain about the laziness and all this. And the sad thing about that is, is not all men are like that. There's a lot of men out there who are said stand up guys who step up to the plate every time and knock it out the park every time they take a swing. But we're considered intimidating. We're considered undateable because of, of what we bring to the table, because we have high standards, because we're looking for that support system, because we're looking for someone to grow with us. We, we don't need someone to take care of us. Yeah, it's nice to have someone to, you know, iron our pants or cook us breakfast and take some of that burden off of us. It, it's nice to have someone around that you can share that with, someone to rub your feet or scratch your back or, you know, you can lay your head on her chest when you're having a bad day. It's nice to have someone like that, but we don't need someone. You know, I, 
I've said this before, a lot a lot of these these people, all they bring to the table is debt and someone else's kids. That's that that's all they bring to the table is debt and someone else's kids. And when you come across a man that's career driven, goal driven, self-sufficient, that's been building his empire on his own, he doesn't always want to step into that situation and take care of that. And again, it makes him appear to be standoffish or they want to call him shallow and, and things like that. But it's not our responsibility. You know, if we've made it this far and we haven't made any baggage, we're not paying child support. We're not, we don't have any kids. We've never been married or something of that nature. We don't have any relationship baggage. Like we're still coming into this relationship on a clean slate. Yes. It's very hard for us to sign up for that type of relationship because said at the end of the day, what we need you to bring to the table, what we need a woman to bring to the table is not the same as a man who can't take care of himself. A man that can't take care of himself, he's looking for someone to treat him like a baby. He's looking for somebody to let him latch onto their tit. We we don't need that. You know, we've been weaned off a long time ago. We're, we're looking for somebody, like I said, to grow with, to build an empire with. We're looking for somebody with strong work ethic, strong drive, someone that's goal-driven, Someone that's going to help us go to the top. Someone that's on that Jay-Z and Beyonce type stuff. I'm not saying we got to be multi-millionaire rappers and performers, but I'm saying just that mind state of we both grind and we build a family, but we're able to take care of that family. We're not struggling. Like, I don't, I don't understand this whole struggle bus thing, you know, and this whole, I have to be struggling in my in my life and everybody wants to do that everybody thinks the struggle is the way to go i guess because they see these rags to riches story and they think that they actually have to start off with rags to grow to riches they don't really understand that you can actually just go to riches like you don't have to be in rags you can actually just go from middle class to riches or upper middle class to riches you don't have to always struggle and ride that struggle bus it's a it's a definite, definite shift in the culture uh, when you're dealing with men today because when we're able to fend for ourselves, we're able to buy our own homes, we're able to establish our own connections with people, we're able to build, you know, pay our own bills and book our own appointments. Uh, I'm going to just apologize mid-feed for these dogs. That's my neighbor's dogs. They're annoying. You've probably heard them in a couple of my podcasts. They just do this all day long. Uh, and they just, they're just they just loud and annoying. But back to what I was saying. Uh, when you come into a relationship with a, self, a self-sufficient man, you have to come correct. Women have to understand they have to come correct. And they have to bring more to the table than, than what I mentioned earlier. You can't just walk up there with the idea that, oh, he's a single man. I'm a woman. That's all that's needed. You know, I look good. I can twerk. You know, (laughs) I can fry chicken. You know, I can make I make a hell of a shrimp scampi and shit like that. You know, you can't you can't just come into the relationship with that because at the end of the day, it's not going to work. You know, you can you can put on this facade. A lot lot of the, the women I encounter. They put on these facades that they are goal driven. You know, they 
they give you this plan that, oh, I'm going to get my master's degree and I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And a couple of weeks into the dating and uh, hanging out, you realize they're not doing anything. They just talking, you know, they're not even in school. They haven't even enrolled in school. They haven't been in school for years. Uh, they have no goals other than to do what they're already doing uh, because they're comfortable and they refuse to step outside their comfort zone. That's one of the reasons they're hunting for self-sufficient men. They're hunting for men to take care of them. And that that's one of the biggest issues I've encountered dating being a self-sufficient man is that I intimidate one set of women, but then I am actually pursued by lazy women. You know, lazy women pursue me. Uh, the other women, I mean, they, you know, I intimidate those, the women that, that aren't necessarily lazy, the women that actually want to do things in life, but they don't have, they, they don't have that control. They, they see that self-sufficiency as intimidating because that's in their minds, that's a lack of control. I have nothing to hold over his head. That's the way they see it. I have nothing to bargain with in the relationship. I can't walk into his house and tell him to get out. If we have an argument, I can't say, you know, give me the keys to my car. I can't say get out of your house. You know, they, they realize that. So it's somewhat intimidating, but lazy women, Lazy women look at it as a come up. They look at it as a win. You know, they, they, they've made it so far in life. You know, they've had kids for losers, you know, hoping that they were going to get the ride to child support wave. It don't work always. Uh, so now they're looking for that safety net. Now they're looking for that nice guy, that guy that's going to provide them financial response, you know, stability. They're looking for that guy. And they're hunting for men who have like figured out they're hunting for the successful single man. Like instead, the man that's bought a home, the man that has vehicles, the man that has a job with insurance. And they think that they can just latch on. And a lot of times they do. They, they latch on because let's be realistic. Most of us single men, uh, we're getting up in age and we're wanting to start a family. We're wanting to have kids and, the way the dating game is set up right now, it's becoming harder and harder and harder to meet someone. It's harder and harder to find someone to be with. So we're starting to settle. And I mentioned that in my other podcasts, do not settle just to say you're with someone. Do not do it. Uh, you're going to be miserable. Yes, she might be fine. She might be fine and you can parade her around and be like, oh, look at my baby mama. Look at my wife. Yeah, I got a baddie all this and all that, but deep down, you're really not enjoying the ride. Deep down, you're ready to get off the roller coaster. Um, you're ready for it to stop. You're ready to shut it down. You're ready to close it. You're ready to close shop, but you have to put on that facade for everybody because you've told social media, you told your friends and family, she's the one, she's your queen to be, but you gotta, <laughs> but in real life, you just like, man, I can't stand this chick. She's spending all my money. She she's draining my soul. Like we don't get along. All we do is argue. You know, she ain't she is not uplifting my spirit, but I wanted a family, so I signed up for this. So you gotta stick it out. And that that's why we don't settle. Modern bachelor fans do not settle. 
stick it out. Being alone is not that bad. You know, being single is not that bad. Stick it out. Especially if you're a successful, self-sufficient man. We don't need anybody. We got this on our own. We have built empires on our own. We out here buying cars. We buying houses. We traveling. We making major moves on our own. So don't think that you have to settle for someone to take that next step in life. Don't lock that down until you meet the one that makes you uh, that, or should I say that complements who you are, that complements your goals, complements everything you're looking for. And again, I know it's hard because the way we are, the way we take care of our business, I've been told several times, you know, I, Oh, I can't date you because you got your shit together. You're too successful and you got your shit together. Like, what does that even mean? What what does that even mean? I, th- I thought that would be something that would attract, you know, be attractive. I thought that was something that would that would make you want to be with somebody because now you have to work less in a relationship. You have to bring less financially to the situation. You you don't have to stress. You don't have to worry about, you know, where we gonna eat or how we gonna pay the bills or you know your cars broke down. Well, hell, baby, you can borrow one of mine. You know, if your car's broke down or, hey, I'll take your, you know, let me take your car to get oil changed. You can use mine or, you know, you wake up in the morning and your car is washed and it's expected and it's cleaned out and it's smelling like black ice on the inside. (laughs) They don't want that, though. They want to wake up to, you know, their seat leaned all the way back with some other woman's panties in the back seat because of that lame they got on the couch. That's that's what they want to wake up to because self-sufficient intimidates them. I don't understand this generation. I never will. I don't I don't understand this dating game, but shout out to all my self-sufficient men. Keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to all the single moms that raised self-sufficient men. Shout out to all the parents that instilled the knowledge and the, the basic life skills in these young men so that they're growing up to be great men. They're not growing up to be uh, lazy, dependent lames that, that need to lay, uh, leech off of a woman to survive you know shout out to shout out to people like that and shout out to the the current generation of men who have children that are raising them at the same mind state teaching them life skills showing them that they don't have to depend on someone and and the same can be said about young women you know same can be said about young women there's young women out there who are being taught not to depend on anybody uh, taught how to survive on their own uh, it's few and far between but they're they're still out there there's they're still fathers out there instilling that in these young women there's still mothers out there instilling that in these young women that there's more to life than getting pregnant by a bunch of men and trying to survive just off of child support and government assistance uh definitely a big shout out to them you know we we as human beings we're we're supposed to be able to survive on our own i don't know where all this dependency came from um everybody wants to be dependent on someone and it shouldn't be that way you shouldn't have to Everybody goes through hard times. I'm not saying that, that people can't go through hard times, you know, that, oh, yeah, just just because a man, you know, a man gets hurt on the job or he loses his job and he might go a, a few months without a vehicle or something like that. That makes him a lame. That that doesn't make you a lame. That's that's life. You know, that's that's a life event. But what separates a successful, strong man from a lame is how he reacts to that life event. Just because you lost your job or you got sick doesn't mean you're going to stay that way. It's when you fall down, it's how quick you get back up. If you fall down and you just continue to lay there, then yeah, 
And, you know, most of the most when I call somebody a lame, they didn't even fall down. They were already down. You know, they've never stood on their own two feet. They've always been on their back. You know, like that's what they do. They come into the game on their back. But just because you're a, as a man and you're, you know, you're, you know, that's the thing about being at the top. Sometimes you're going to fall. You know, everybody that's at the top has fallen once or twice in their life. And there's nothing wrong with falling. It's as long as you get back up. So that, that definitely is what separates lames for, from successful, self-sufficient men is, is your ability to get back up and your ability to, to make moves and, and, and step up without having to be told to step up. You know, a lot of these guys, they'll be with a woman for years and not work and, and not have their own vehicles and not do anything positive. And as soon as she gets fed up and says, you know what, if you don't get a job, I'm leaving you. You know, if you if you don't get a vehicle, I'm leaving you. This is like six, seven years down the road. Like it's already, you know, it's taken her almost a decade to get fed up. And then finally he's like, okay. And then he goes, gets a, you know, part-time job at Jiffy Loop, you know, just to, just to appease her. You know, he works 20 hours a week, calls in sick, you know, eight hours of that <laughs> just to appease her. But she's cool with that. You know, cause then she could tell, Oh my God, my man finally got a job. Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't think we were going to make it. Oh my God, he is a car maintenance technician. Girl, he is working 22 hours a week. I know. I know. Look what he bought me. Girl, he bought me this real nice keychain last week. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I know it's all funny games, but no, that's that's really how it goes. That's really how it goes. You know, that, like I said, it, you know, they, do you see the self-sufficient guys, the strong, successful men that are actually, they actually growing out here, moving weight, making major moves out here. They, 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 they scared of that. They don't want that. They look at that as, oh my God, no, no, I can't, I can't be with a man like that, that works that hard. And, and then, like I said, us, us men who work that hard that are looking for somebody we stuck with the, the lazy ones, the, the ones that are trying to leech off of us, the ones that are trying to bring a bunch of kids into the relationship, you know, got four kids for four different men and they ain't even 30 yet, but they, they come in for us wanting us to take care of them. And it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I said, I know I've lost, I've lost a lot of players in the game. I've seen, seen a lot of, a lot of the, uh, bachelors out here fall victim to that. You know, they, they don't realize what's going on, but they just, they just ready to settle down, man. We, we all get tired of the game. We all want to retire our Jersey at some point. Um, and unfortunately in order for a lot of us to retire, we have to take contracts <laughs> for teams. We don't really want to play for, <laughs> we want to play for the Lakers, but sometimes we got to settle for the Hornets. Sometimes we settle for the Hornets, you know, but, but I'm going to tell you fellas, hold out for the Lakers. If you want a ball for the Lakers, hold out for the Lakers. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't give in. You know, don't don't let somebody come in with with four or five children with 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 all them different baby daddies and and all that uh, financial and emotional baggage and make you feel like you're a horrible person for turning them away. You're not, especially like I said, if you're a self-sufficient man, you're a hardworking man, you're a successful man. You you take care of yourself. You don't need that type of energy. You don't need that kind of vibe. So avoid it at all cost. Stay strong. Let them know that, that you're just not going to have it. It's okay to have high standards. Don't don't let society tell you that you're wrong for having high standards. Don't let society tell you you're shallow for, for, for not 
wanting to step up and take care of four children that ain't yours, you know, four or five children that ain't yours. That that does not make you a horrible person. Uh, th- that does not make you a horrible person for not wanting to sacrifice what you've built on your own just for companionship and affection. You you don't have to do that, fellas. You know, if you, you stay strong and keep that in mind and, and just stay the course, eventually, you know, someone on your level will come into your life. You know, eventually you, you will meet somebody on that level. And and one of my things is when I talk about women with a bunch of kids, I'm seriously talking about women with a bunch of kids. If, if you come to me with one child or two children for the same man, you know, you just got a divorce because sometimes relationships don't work out. That's fine. You know, you've been with a man for 10 years and y'all have two children together and it didn't work out. Hey, it is what it is. That's not a big deal because most women in those situations, they're not looking for somebody to come in and take care of them or their children. They're actually looking for a partner. They're looking for, you know, someone to grow with, someone to be in love with. They're, they're looking to start a family with someone. They're not just looking for somebody to come in there as a bankroll and give them that title so they can walk around and, and flash a ring around or uh, get moved into a big house and get bought SUVs and things like that. They're not, they're not looking for that. They, they're actually already in a position to have those things on their own. And they're really just looking for somebody. Like I said, they're actually looking for a real partner, a a, a real husband. So just stay the course fellas. And as usual, you know, it's the modern bachelor podcast, bring it to you real, bring it to you raw as we always do. You know, new episodes dropping 8 a.m. every Friday. Don't forget to show your support. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. We across all platforms at the moment. Spotify, Google, you know, Anchor, iTunes, you name it. We across them all. So don't forget to don't forget to listen in. Tune in every Friday morning and uh, share this with anybody, you know, that needs to hear some good advice about being single and the things a single men deal with, uh, we gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep it coming. We gonna keep the fire coming. Until next time.